It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. So the internet, as we all know, <laughs> is hungry for outrage. Yeah. Angry, angry place. Right. And um, we all know Chick-fil-A is the enemy of queer people. No, see, I don't know. Like, didn't they change or something? No, it wasn't that they changed. It was that I think a branch or maybe a couple of branches, I th- I think the one here in L.A., yeah. if, correct me if I'm wrong. They're franchised. They franchise, and one of the franchises or several of the franchises were like, well, no, we're hiring all gay people. Or- and what was the original <laughs> problem that they, like, that they Well, Ben Cathy or whatever people? his name was, the I think the, the CEO, Dan Cathy. I love that his name is Mr. Yeah. Cathy. Um, he openly expressed his views against gay marriage, um, which, you know, was yeah. hugely... Did he, did he, like, make employees, like... Not Do the elephant gay. walk where they're yeah. like holding each other's dongs? And no, he walk. just, I mean, he just was, very, he very much was outspoken against uh, gay marriage and yeah. it sort of yeah. caught the on fire. The thing I don't get is like, there's, I, I do call a little bit of hypocrisy here in that like, we can be angry at Chick-fil-A, but every fucking bitch in Los Angeles is posting pictures with In-N-Out that has like fucking, you know, biblical, biblical text on the bottom. Text on the yeah. bottom and you shop at Urban Outfitters and that's a fucking Christian company. I, I, absolutely. I mean, for what it's worth, I don't think In-N-Out has a track record for being quote anti-gay. I don't think they've ever Give no. money, but I mean, there's plenty of Christians who are supportive of gay rights. But did Mr. Kathy give money? He must have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just gonna call him uh, Kathy. Yeah. But I mean, uh, we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast, yeah. and I, I am. It's just, it's, yeah. Companies that employ tens of thousands of people, yeah, are going to have some douchebags on the payrolls, and, and even if it's even if it's the, the douchebag at the top, yeah, like, I, what are you gonna fucking do? And there's, and I think. While I respect everyone's right to to not go to a restaurant and and to not give that the, that jerk money, yeah, it's like, what do you want me to? There's also do? yeah. There's a, I remember a couple of years ago there was this big backlash against Target. Um, Target's political action committee PAC had yeah. given money to Republican candidates that um, opposed gay marriage and weren't necessarily very pro-gay or didn't really support gay people at all. And there was a, a, a sort of a backlash within the gay community saying, we can't support Target because they don't support us. Now, having worked in political fundraising, I know that like these people, these political action committees give money Across the board, oh, to lots of different people, because it's not big a, companies give to everyone. It's not about social. It's not about like issues for them. It's about what's in the best interest of their company, and so the backlash was sort of misguided in a lot of ways because yeah. it's like, well, yeah, they're giving to that person who might vote in their favor in terms of businesses, but they don't necessarily support their issues with yeah. gay marriage. Yeah. But the the liberal Democrat that they're also giving money to does support your issues. So like. Where where is the outrage? I also here? I do I do as much as I understand how it's easy to make gay rights personal when you are gay. It, there 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 comes a point where, and I I feel like it'll probably happen within our lifetime. The, gay rights will no longer be an issue, a contentious issue. Hopefully, there will be, hopefully not. Uh, there will be a moment where another social issue is contentious, and would uh, would most gay people that you've met be okay with someone say? A trans person or a, a someone who is an, a, an uh, 
animal rights activists say, well, I can't support you if you don't support the candidates that I think are righteous. Yeah. And and I I mean most gay men that I know I, I as I've told you before I have the most contentious political debates when I go to gay bars <laughs> because I bring it's up politics place constantly. You need to be doing that. Well, friend. I'm trying to burn this. bridges, Alan, and you know that. Yes. But um, I gay men do not like being told what to to think. Yeah, I I've met way more gay men who are quote independent than Democrats. I rarely meet Republicans, but they exist. Yeah. And because they don't want to be put in a box. Well, I wrote that story for Out during the election, 2016 election, about um, men, gay men, gay white men specifically, who historically had voted for Obama, um, were pivoting for Trump. And they were voting for Trump. Uh, and it had a lot to do with your favorite word, the patriarchy. But it also had a lot to do with this sort of like... I don't know exactly what you're saying. This sort of they don't want to be told that maybe there's a different alternative, that there's a different lane that they or maybe they're wrong in some of their beliefs or that these people aren't just bitching. Maybe they actually have a point about whatever. And 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 there's a lot of that within a lot of these political debates where we don't we don't take the time to see the full issue and try to literally put ourselves in other people's shoes. Well, how can you take time to see the full issue when you need to send a gif of a black real housewife going, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but the the, but, the CEO of uh, Twitter, yeah, Jack, Jack Dorsey, Dorsey from my hometown ate, of St. Louis, Missouri, he ate he, he at po- Chick-fil-A. He posted a picture of like getting rewards or something from Chick-fil-A, like like a Venmo kind of deal. Yeah. Um, and and had there was immediate backlash. Well, and wait, even, wait, wait, wait. So there was backlash because it coincided with pride yeah i mean i think even if it wasn't pride he'd get the same shit too yeah. but it, pride made more it more ferocious pride yeah made it well, more la ferocious. pride yes la pride okay so right that's well, just also one pride, city. pride month pride month yeah, yeah. but anyway with, with that all, with that all being said soledad o'brien from my hometown literally <laughs> oh. <laughs> tweeted this is an interesting company to boost during pride month and then people like shamed him for eating at the chain and giving it free advertising um one one person responded you must love the taste of bigotry mm. um and so of course immediately he apologized and still had to like you know deal with all the the same shit so now he just postmates his chick-fil-a exactly to his, to his house yeah. but it's just it's just uh, it's just so funny that, that we mean, live in the age of the immediate apology where it's yeah. like do, yeah. does anybody actually even like does anybody actually even mean it when they're like i apologize i for... apologize <laughs> well it just feels so forced it's that yeah. it's the it's the forced nature of the apology and like what does the apology do oh so this guy screwed up so now in four years time do we cite back to this moment to use something against like I don't understand the point of it also when people say I feel like the apology has now hit a new uh, context where people now say I apologize if I hurt your feelings or I impeded upon etc I I apologize if if so this was I forget if I talked about this on the podcast but I uh, I learned I used to work in customer service and I would I worked for uh, a test prep company and I would call people whose classes were canceled. So I was telling people who paid $2,000 for a class that it wasn't going to run because it was unprofitable. And that my job was to try to find them an alternate schedule. And I found over the <laughs> – this is just so pathetic. The thousands of phone calls that I made, I found that most people were very reasonable mm-hmm. and understanding. Uh, <clears throat> but the moment – because uh, our, compu- our computer system was slow. So it would always – I would tell them the news. They'd say, okay, cool. Let's find another schedule. Great. Let me find it. Give me a second. And there was dead air. So I would always fill it with something. 
And the moment I apologized was when they would get angry. Wow. And I, I learned – maybe this is why I had to part ways with the company. But I learned to never apologize because honestly, like clockwork, you would say, your class is canceled. Great. Where's the next class? Or give me my money back. Cool. And then, <clears throat> you know, oh, give me one second. Oh, sorry, sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, it is really inconvenient. Right. Every fucking time. Because right. you're yeah. giving them you're Ammo. you're telling them there's been an injustice. Yes. It's also just the matter of like I get that companies are bad and that some people are evil, but like Chicken is good. Yeah, and I have Coca-Cola t- is the best. Coca-Cola <laughs> is the best. I'll t- uh, a couple of years ago, I was writing on a show, and um, because there was, you know, it's a network show, so people were just like farting out money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they would just like waste money on shit. And somebody did a surprise Chick-fil-A run, mm. and so you know they came back, and like all of a sudden the hallways started to smell like fried chicken and stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know it was from Chick-fil-A, and so I knew. For me, it was a matter of uh, it was a question, a moment of of questioning. Really, really, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, Nah, I didn't buy it. You know, yeah. I didn't buy it, and it's not. If I eat it, it's not like whatever. I literally never would have even gone down that road. I would just <laughs> no. ate well, the chicken. Yeah. Well, I will say it was delicious. Oh, see, I think it's overrated. Oh, I was. I wished it were. It was yeah. really good. Really, have yeah. Gone back since. No, I haven't. Mm. I do just feel a tinge go. of like Ugh, when I see. Why though? Because it just feels like there's that there's that like you know basic human. Do you feel that way with Urban Outfitter? Uh, outfitters. outfitters. <laughs> you sound like my dad. Yeah. My Do dad's you feel like, that you way? Go to targets. Uh, or when you no. go to In and Out. Um, I don't no... go to In and Out, but um, no. I mean, Urban Outfitters. It's like ew. I know this place is run by like evangelical Christians, but um, but it's okay to shop there, but not at Chick Fil A. No, it's probably not okay to shop at either. And I don't. I mean, I don't really. But also, it could be okay to shop at either. Yeah. Because who cares? It's like, who cares? Who cares? I'm, I'm, who cares I'm, where you that's buy? That's the ultimate point I'm trying to make. Is that right. if you own something from Urban Outfitters and you don't feel any guilt about when you wear that item right. of clothing, then what's the fucking difference between Urban Outfitters? I guess and it just feels like the Chick Fil A because the, the social outrage, backlash. Yeah, the exactly. outrage was so specifically LGBT with Chick Fil A versus. Yeah. Um, everything that's not, you know, that evangelicals are against with yeah, Urban Outfitters. Yeah. Yeah. Also, know. Urban Outfitters now carries clothes that literally looks like it came off the set of Martin. And it's like <laughs> white people wearing overpriced, like, hip-hop crisscross clothes. Mm. Uh, do you guys remember the show Rock? Yes, with yes Charles I Dutton? do. <laughs> that is literally what the men's department at, at Urban Outfitters looks no, like really? now. <laughs> Everyone's dressing like Charles Dutton. <laughs> God, I, I hope there are people who are listening to this that who know tweet Charles me about Dutton. Charles Dutton. I hope so too. <laughs> they had that was one of the first char- gay characters on television. Was what? Rock? Yeah. Rock wasn't gay. No, but there was a gay character on Rock. Oh, really? If Rock yeah, was, it was gay. A big coming out episode. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a big deal. I forget the character's name. I'll look it up. But it it, it exists. Google it. We should recreate Rock. He was a garbage um, man, right? Yes. Oh. Three white guys should not recreate. Oh, Rock. I'm, I'm saying it metaphorically. Okay. okay, Alan. Jeez. Alan. Jesus Rain on my parade. Christ. Sorry, keeping it real. Not even joking. 
we have a special guest with us today, the very funny friend of all of us, Gabe Liedman. Hi. Talented Yay. comedian, so talented, talented writer, actor, actor. actor. Uh, face in places. Oh, sister. This man. No, I'm not going to gender you. This person. This, this person. person. This person. How, you know what? How he dare had, you gender him? He had, him. <laughs> he Sorry. Had, um, <laughs> I need to hear Brent say that more. How dare you gender me? <laughs> How dare you gender me? How dare you gender me. Um, so <gasps> what we want to talk about today with you, Gabe, is divas. Yeah. Divas. Divas. Divas live. Yes. Shania. Gloria. Gloria Stefan. Aretha Franklin. Oh, my God. Uh, so, like, where, is, you know, like, Gabe, what, like where, where do you start? Like, do you have, like, I subscribe to the diva yeah. thing that gay. Yeah. So is that, but, so like, let's people talk, do. What, what is that thing? <laughs> I want to, like, what is that thing? The thing as the way I see yeah. it has always been this worship of specific, certain specific women. Powerful yeah. women, I think. And Alan, you put it Really interestingly, Powerful in a way sexless that sexless women. Right? Well, that's the yeah. thing. But no, that's it's true. Not, not always, always, but some, not no. always. Well, no, well, it is. I think it about, is true. So, I, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then we'll get to you, Gabe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, sure. <laughs> no, I, I, in college, I wrote a paper on how um, the queer community and gay men specifically sort of admire certain types of women: Bette Midler, Liza Minnelli, Lady Gaga, etc. Uh-huh. Golden sure. Girls, because um, the patriarchy sort of desexualizes. Yes, um, the patriarchy <laughs> desexualizes women at a certain age, or if a woman doesn't necessarily conform to the societal standards of what a woman is supposed to be, like a Bette Midler, who's sort of sure. boxy and obnoxious and mm-hmm. loud and yeah. abrasive, um, or Barbara Streisand, even, who is a little bit of an ugly duckling, but it still yeah. comes off so powerful, and yet she's... she's she's been she's, crimping she's, her hair. She has, What's yeah. that? Now? Yeah. 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 Just yes. now? Yeah. No, she did it before, too. She did it in okay. the 70s, but too. Let's is, be real. But, like, what but, is that? I'm just curious. Is that, I'm, like, a Jew thing? She's starting from Who's been crimping their hair? Okay. That's not a Jew thing. To get it crimpy. Oh, I'm asking. She's got to straighten it first. But she yeah. has, so she straightens her hair. But then I see her like now and like in recent years with crimped hair. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> is yeah. that like an avant-garde <laughs> statement? Or is this like an, a Jewess thing that I missed it's out her on? her being it's like, just, I clone know, my dog. I got to do something else yeah. that's fierce. It's got to be a little bit of like isolation there plus is confidence. I, I will yeah. say this. And money, yes, people. <laughs> isolation and confidence. I, I will say yeah. this. There is something about, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm fundamentally into the classic divas. I mean, yeah. I love Anya. Uh, True. Uh, Mary Travers of Peter, Paul, and Mary. But I, yeah. I'm, not, you, I'm not, I don't love, I mean, Beyonce's Those great, but I don't like need Beyonce in my life. But there is mm. something about sort of what you're talking about. I have a weird compulsion with super successful women yeah. who I would say don't, uh, aren't conventionally gorgeous. Part of the reason why I think these these women are so sort of idolized is because, like gay men, they're sort of persecuted by society, saying what you do, your mentality, your your sexual sort of you know direction isn't necessarily societally accepted, and so they 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 bond in a way, and we find strength and power because gay men aren't also societally necessarily accepted all the time because mm-hmm. we yeah. challenge the patriarchy. We right. also fuel into it as well. Yeah. But uh, so, right. what do you think about that? And what are the women that sort of you idolize? Um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Thank I think there's you. like the people who aren't the women who aren't the conventional beauties, but have like a talent that no one can deny. Yeah. Um, or they're you know so funny or some other thing besides beautiful. I think there's that, and then there's also 
people like Madonna or Rihanna who are so sex forward that they're almost fags in a weird way. And uh, like, you know, who get picked up by gay men first or most loudly because, you know, to the people who are supposed to be attracted to them or whatever, they're kind of gross or too much. Have you always have you always been like, have you reacted? You know, have you have you been drawn to those always always like who was like definitely in music first your first diva my first diva i mean in my heart i don't know if she's the (laughs) a-list definitely debbie gibson was like my whole childhood (laughs) and she was kind of like a long island princess blonde but also like a talent you know songwriter but i i always loved madonna (laughs) yeah Yeah. same um, you know, Bjork was huge for me. Bjork, see, uh, mm. Bjork, Bjork, and Enya—they have a lot in common, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, they're all I, from, yeah, from foggy, of, uh, from foggy, foggy yeah, areas of foggy the globe. Areas. Uh, I remember. I, I you, I've told you guys this a million times, but one of my favorite things to do is uh, drink alone. And when I drink alone, I like to Google image search pictures of Enya's castle. And I think it's Ireland. Ireland, yeah. And it's just like so beautiful. And I was one, one night, uh, I was uh, I was drunk and I was watching videos, uh, interviews of Enya online. Uh, and it's, it's like one of my favorite things of all time. Because it was, uh, Enya was giving an interview that was clearly scripted by Enya, but she tried to bury that because, like, the first two questions were, like, softball questions. Mm -hmm. One was, what's your favorite song? And the other was, like, when are you going on tour next? (laughs) And then the third question was, as if if anyone but Enya could have written this question. You awaken to find yourself peacefully frozen in a slab of pure crystal. What color is it? And I remember she answered. Her answer was amethyst. Amethyst. See, I Purple. like the Diane Reem and Enya thing for Brent is yeah. is real. Yeah. And I've always, I've never, I really haven't been drawn toward, I guess the quote unquote a list like. No, oh, but Car- you have. I, well, I was gonna say like I have. Like Nell Carter for me was a huge. <laughs> huge yeah, she was, and yeah. I was like, I would, I was Asian obsessed girls? with. Well, I was gonna say, hold on, let me say, I was obsessed with Give Me a Break as yeah. a kid. Right. My parents could not tear me away from that show, um, and I grew up with Nell Carter. Set of, Nell Carter um, ain't misbehaving. No, see, that's the thing. I don't. I, don't, I was like, oh, she's. In, I don't. Yeah. Care. See, for me, it's like to find out that I don't care about her on Broadway. I care about. Mm. I cared about her on Give Me a Break, and yeah, then I found out yeah. that she was a Jewish. Lesbian yeah. Republican, uh-huh. yeah, and I'm no. like, wait, that's that's. And didn't she do like no, so much coke? This is this is well, this is the, this is the old oh urban myth. God. This is the urban myth. You need to hear this. <laughs> the urban myth that I perpetuated <laughs> because I think it's true is that she did so much cocaine <laughs> that it burned through the bridge of her nose, <laughs> and the wait, it gets worse. Brent's well, gonna pass out. Lightheaded. Then she started doing it through you know her gums or whatever, and that took it took its toll. Oh, asshole. And then wait, and then asshole. She did it through her vagina, <laughs> and it and it burned so much no. or whatever that her clitoris fell off. Her oh, clitoris. There's no way that's there's Wait. no way I can yep. hear that it is hitting like the ground. That's yes. impossible. Wait, I no, can actually no. hear it. Is like it medically? I'm, I'm googling I, this I now. Literally, I, that's that's literally. Elliot read that it, on an AOL spam email <laughs> in 1996. I still remember it. Printed it out, brought it to school. Rest in peace. Rest. But I, but, but, but uh, Ellen, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Golden Girls fan, but I do sort of. Take I don't know I, I do have a tattoo of B. Arthur on my arm <laughs> yeah but I don't love I have when, the Golden Girls on my arm I will say I don't love when people are like mm-hmm. you love the Golden Girls because you're gay 
Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I wasn't that the number one show for yeah. its time? Yeah. I mean, my grandma yeah. Golden Girls, it. Roseanne, all of well, these. But, but there is, I mean, yeah. of yeah. course there's a gay element. To there is a huge yeah. gay element, and I think that speaks to like what I was saying earlier. But there's also, like, like for me, mine wasn't just performers or musicians or, like, actresses. Mine, like, I remember probably my biggest childhood diva, the woman who <laughs> I was obsessed with, I wanted her career, was Rosie O'Donnell. I like everything yes. about Rosie yes. O'Donnell. Yes. I wanted to be. Yeah. I skipped school huh. the last day of school to see oh, the premiere right. of the Rosie O'Donnell show. Like the I premiere. Wanted, yeah, the premiere. Of Are it. you a truther? I, Are you a nine eleven truther? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I wanted. I wanted to be Rosie that kind of stand up. This guy went to go Rosie's see a lot. league of their own. He flicked his bane the whole time. <laughs> Did you know that Just Rosie? Just the Tom Hanks pissing scene. <laughs> yes. Yes. I like. I like. I like the deep cut diva. I think that's like a weirdo pick. Is my I favorite love that too. Did you know that? You know Christine Ebersole. Yeah, she's like no. a Broadway lady. Yes, she's I like do. a Broadway lady. She was in Grey, uh, Grey Gardens. Yes, on she was. Yeah, she is also a nine eleven truther. And I, I found a guy vi- who was a truther once. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I found a video of her from like two thousand seven or two thousand eight or something on YouTube. She is next to Alex Jones Ooh. in New York City Yikes. at a protest, screaming through a megaphone. Nine eleven was a lie. Nine eleven was a lie. And she's dressed in like a, I mean, again, bear in mind, she's next to Alex Jones. Right. And she's wearing a full length, like, like leopard print trench coat with sunglasses. She looks bananas. Yeah. And somehow more bananas than everybody she's there with. And she gets on the megaphone and says, believe your eyes. Yeah. Believe your eyes. It is Let me ask you this, Elliot. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Gays love a crazy woman. Yes. As well. Well, they do, but they, but that's. Well, I'll get. An, I'll explain my Luann De La Sepp's experience so, in a second. But wait, Brent has a question. Sorry, yeah. I have an answer for yeah, the How did Building Seven off. collapse on its own, Elliot? Good That's question. my only question. Good to question. You, all right, from the inside, <laughs> the Jews. So I went to. You guys know Countess Luann? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, so she's this, from Real Housewives of, of, of New York. She's one of. She's one of the Real Housewives of New York, and she is. Or I'm going to tune out. This tall. <laughs> no, you need to hear this. She's a, she's like a very tall, like deep voiced sort of campy character who never owned her own campiness. Yeah. She was, you know, like she wears like that, like Native American jewelry. It's all like topaz. And she's self-serious. Shit. Very self-serious. Yeah. And then she released a dance song <laughs> and it was insane. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah. And so that has sort of taken on its own life in years. And so I went to go see her at her, her quote-unquote cabaret show oh. when I was in New York. So uh, fucking jealous. Uh. Well, don't be, because when I got there, awful. it was, I was... Were there a lot of people? It was, it was packed. It was sold out for t- 10 shows. See? But, but let me explain. <laughs> what's because not great about that? What's yeah. not great about that is that I thought she was in on the joke. No. And it we turned out. I always think people are in on the joke. And she it wasn't. Turns out most people yeah. are just really dumb. Yeah. She wasn't in on the joke, and it was a room, room of mostly gay men laughing at her. Yes, yeah, sure. And I mean, she was collecting money and whatever, but like, it bummed me out. 
It bummed me out. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that a bummer? It, also, it's a tr- it's huge bummer. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Also, maybe well, she's greedy and getting nah, paid. She, she, fucking, paid. she fucking signed up. When, like, when you were like, oh, they, they, they use these women, like Andy Cohen used these women and everything. Yeah. Like we're talking about Real Housewives. I, no. These women, A, rich, B, they're fucking adults. They signed up for this show. They know what this shit's about. They want those get the room of gay men laughing at them. Like, that's literally uh, yeah. the direction their lives yeah. have gone to. It was still, They've accepted it. was still it. sad. I mean, it can be sad, but get those Benjamins. I mean, Sonia got on stage and, like, literally showed her, like, clit, clit lips or whatever. <laughs> you could, like, see the yeah. inside of her vagina. I do, I do want to back up and yeah. follow up on um, the Nell Speaking Carter thing. Clit. Okay. Your clit, your clitoris. <laughs> I Googled, can your clitoris fall out? Yeah. Um, and from Betty Dodson with Carlin Ross, Better Orgasms, Better World website. She said, uh, uh, the question was, I, I want to know if you can, can your clitoris fall out. It is not possible for your clitoris to fall out. The clitoral body is much more Just let me have this, okay? What yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just let Elliot have his. Because that was the phrasing. Sanded off by mounds no. of cocaine. No. I also want to just throw no. out some 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 of my favorite de- like like left of center divas yep. on my list. This includes Sean Colvin, Terry Polo, um, Marsha Warfield from Night Court, uh, um, Cameron Manheim, the lady from The I Weakest Link. You, wait, you need to be arrested. The you Weakest Link. Yeah, the mean one with yes. the red love hair. The, love the woman her. from The Weakest Link. Love so I actually here's another thing I have and I sort of alluded to this earlier I have grown also an obsession with powerful women oh yes one in particular I love Angela Merkel yes oh yes. yeah we love we love Angela, we love Angela yeah. Merkel Chancellor of Germany <laughs> Sonia uh, Sotomayor Janet Yellen who was Sonia Sotomayor <laughs> Janet Yellen who used to be the uh, uh, yes. uh, Fed, uh, Fed chair, chair. Fed yeah. chair. her voice uh, Elena Kagan <laughs> her voice <laughs> is the <laughs> funniest <laughs> voice of all time I'm but dying I, to have an Elena Kagan poster I know dying Brent this are. is the only Brent way to follow politics is to follow the Claire McCaskill but it's true and it's also but it's also think about I mean Theresa May who I think as a politician is just just beyond a disaster. But how many women have had their finger on the button? Yeah, Nancy right. Pelosi. No, I she mean wait, 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 wait. As I say that, yeah, guest on Drag Race. On the button. Tari- uh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. <laughs> wait, wait. Has there ever been a woman who had their who? A woman who was in charge of Margaret a country Thatcher? that was a nuclear power. Margaret Thatcher. Yes, yeah, oh yeah, wow. no, yeah, Angela right. Merkel. No, Germany's not a nuclear power. Yeah, they are. They're not. They have to be. They're not. They're not. Positive. Guys, Pakistan? we should also add, I want to add that Brent has introduced a diva or an alt diva into our friendship. Yes, we have to get to this. For years now that we just I don't quote, know who it is. Oh, yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> um, she's a famous writer. Activist. Oh, <laughs> And Brent found a so video. So many people of, are gonna have to Google this woman. Like yeah, me. I had. To. Well, we'll play some audio from it too. Yeah. Well, people have to Google Susan Sontag. Yes, they do. Yeah. Okay. Well, she was a, an <laughs> activist and a writer. Mm-hmm. Camp. Then, camp. Yes, yeah. That's right. That's She's right. Sort of like the camp theorist. Yes. That's yeah. right. And she wrote a whole book about like dying of AIDS. Yeah. 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 Ooh, sounds Good fun. For her. But uh, there's an interview. Tell that us she about gave. it, Brent. Please. Uh, like, I, someone posted this years ago on Facebook, and it's an interview of her giving. Uh, she's doing, giving an interview to this like this doofus uh, on like PBS. What's his name? David. Oh, I'm I'm blanking on his name. He, he doesn't and accepted your friend request, clear, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did accept my friend request oh, he did. Like, a year later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the point of this interview is that <clears throat> she is literally 
in the seven-minute interview, every answer she gives to every question this guy asks is the absolute maximum most – how do I put this? Uh, difficult. Uh, difficult, <laughs> elitist, mm. uh, contrarian, contrarian, and clearly something went went wrong between them that led to it before they started shooting. Oh, I don't know if I would be so scene. sure about that. Uh, she doesn't seem like a— But it's so funny because when you read the comments on YouTube, some people are like, she is such a bitch, and then some people— and it, by the way, it was my gay friend who posted this mm. originally. Are like she is the queen. Yeah, oh, it's God. so funny. But, but she's also like no. so. For instance, to, just to give a couple good pops, please. Uh, at one point, he asks her, uh, <laughs> "Does pop culture interest you?" Oh, and boy. she goes, "I don't think in those categories." And he, at one point, he says, "What what do you hope oh. to come out of left wing politics?" And she says. I'd have to sit in the corner and think for three days. For three yeah, days. Sort of question like we that. have a clip, right? Yeah, we'll play, <laughs> yeah, we'll play, we'll play a clip. We'll play a bunch yeah. of these clips. But God, at Brent one point, I, oh my God, we like watch he, it over and over and over. I've watched this interview hundreds of times. <laughs> We've watched it drunk. I'm actually okay with never watching it. You've again. seen it. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 you know what? It. That's yeah. actually really <laughs> negative. It is you. so funny. Uh, and it's dying. so funny. It's so like, it's just like, like at one point, they ask her, uh, at one point, they ask her About what Camille she's interested in, and, oh, she's, right. and she says she's interested in art history, neurology. Neurology. It would be pretentious to continue. <laughs> I mean, who says they're interested in neurology? <laughs> neurology. Wait, what's the, there's another weird one in yeah, that group. Yeah, there's another one. At one point, Eastern? when he, he asks mm. her about, like, what she, when she leaves the apartment or something. Oh, yes. She says she only leaves for specific occasions. The ballet. The ballet, the <laughs> opera, uh, an art gallery, and something else. And it's like, what are you? You've Wait. never gone to Taco Bell? I'm just staying home and then, you know, I'm reading and listening to music and thinking and doing my writing and then I go out for very specific occasions which interest me to a museum, a gallery, a opera, a ballet and so on. And this is, I don't need these journalistic categories. I'm not drawing any lines. I'm not a pundit. What is your hope for uh, left-wing politics? I can't tell you. I cannot answer such a question. I don't have... Sound bites. I'm sorry. I just don't. She did date Annie Leibovitz. That's she an did. interesting tidbit. Well, oh, that's yeah. correct. Um, uh, that's before, how everyone listening is going to be like, oh, that's oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> Wait, before we go, Gabe, are there any weirdo divas that that cross your path? Not even weirdos, just like divas you wouldn't we wouldn't expect to think of. It's okay if you say me. Ooh, a John Scott. <laughs> it's a first and foremost. <laughs> Caroline Ray. Well, I was going to say Wendy Liebman. Yeah, um, great. That was oh, a that's huge so part. funny. Huge. And Rita Rudner. Yeah, um, these are like, like legendary stand-up comedians. Yes, yeah. and like women who had specials when I was growing up. Yeah, right. and there's Rita yeah. Rudner jokes that'll still kill me, and I think of totally. them. Paula Poundstone. Paula Poundstone. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. Paula Poundstone. Yeah. So there was all the comedians. Ellen cool. yeah. turned into like a you know a VIP or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it was always just tons and tons of music, and I always sort of I, I, Stevie Nicks. That's not yeah, going to surprise yeah. anyone, but she's yeah. been with me my whole life, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I remember in in the in your stand-up, you used to do a thing where you would show a, you would show a, like a, a PowerPoint presentation of celebrities and like kind of make like jokes about it. Yes, and this was back in the day when Katy Perry was <sighs> becoming big. Oh boy! But she still also had a song that was like, "You're gay. you're so gay, you're so mm-hmm. gay." Right? I, I've never and, forgotten that. Oh, 
Oh yeah. my god! And every, right. I, I, I still think of you all the time when I listen to her because I do actually like that her. That made and, me and, so mad. And, and obviously, I, and I, I, I love her. Yeah, made me so mad. And, and, and yeah. I think that's a reasonable response to have. But like, and because you were like, you basically were like. Isn't it great that you wrote a song to make gay kids feel any worse, you fucking cunt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, uh, I just thought it was okay. Yeah, it was like a slideshow. I, I would ask you, like, them questions time. like I was interviewing the pictures, but mm-hmm. they couldn't answer. Oh, yes, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. was your so one man show. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Yeah, it was so uh, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> you <laughs> well, are. Thank, thank you for yeah. being yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for having me. This yeah. is so much fun. Everyone should go watch your Comedy, Comedy Central stand-up special. Yes. So many other things online, Oh, guys. sister. There's all kinds oh. out there on Gabe Liebman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Sure. Thanks, Gabe. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> and another thing. And another thing is a segment where we talk about something completely out of the realm of gay shit because it. I don't know. This is pretty gay for me. To, yeah, I've jerked off at so many malls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna talk about. Wait, malls. have you really? I have. Yeah. Where have you? Why, wait. Why? What? Why? Why not? Because you're in a. Because you're in a mall. <laughs> it is a perfect place to masturbate. No, like, it's not. Like, yes, it is. In, in public? Hold on, hold yes. on, hold on, hold yes. on, hold you can, on. This is going to be like Dr. On. Phil where Alan gets out of the booth and he's arrested immediately. <laughs> hold on no. a second. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking a store, a boot, no. a bathroom? A... Uh, I don't think I've ever... I don't think what? I've ever had sex in a store. Wait, wait, you just wait, said masturbate. You said masturbate, sex. too. Wait, Ellen. <laughs> yeah. What? What, what, what is happening? Here? There's a mall um, in San Francisco, like on Market Street there. I've had sex in the Nordstrom's bathroom there. There's ew. a mall. There's a, there's, I mean, no judgments, but ew. The, well, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> wait, I've masturbated why? in the bathrooms. I've masturbated. Why? I've gotten head in the in the. Wait, is it about malls? Lot. Do you like just I like just consumerism? What? And it, like, turns what? You there, <laughs> there's nothing better than getting a pretzel, getting a large Coke, and going and getting a blowjob. This, what this are bitch, you this bitch he goes to an Aeropostel, tweaks, tweaks a nipple, like, and then, and then after runs you, into after the you've gotten dressing off, rooms. After you've gotten off, you can go to Panda Express and you can get like orange chicken or something with some crab and goon. the craziest. So, I mean, that is not crazy so, at all. all right, well, so we're literally, okay. I'm going to have you arrested, but uh, <laughs> outside of that, it's so funny because I was just talking about this recently, how growing up in... Uh, you know, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and going to school at University of Michigan, you were taught to like think malls are evil. Really? They're, really? They're, yep. They're they're outposts for consumerism. It's huh. you know we're socialists here. I mean not not so much in high school, but like in college, it's hmm. like all like malls are the worst. And then I moved to New York, where there aren't there any aren't malls. any right. There's oh, basically city. no real malls. So shitty. So I was like, I don't need malls for six years. Yeah. And then I moved out to L.A. and I went to a mall. Which one? Uh, Glendale Galleria. The best. And I was like, this shit is fucking amazing. What, what do you guys love? What do you love about a mall? I love the people watching. I love mm-hmm. just walking around and eating candy. Yeah. It is, isn't, isn't it weird, though, when you stop and you think about it? It's like they built these buildings and these stores in here, but it's not like a village. It's like a standing oh, structure. But with... in some places, they're turning them into villages. There's a place in, in Pennsylvania that they turned a mall, like a like a you know abandoned mall, you know, into like apartment buildings uh, or apartment complexes. And stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's apartments above the Galleria. Yeah, oh, which, which, which terrifying to live there. there. Who would Bums. ever want that? Me, right Who, here. Why would you right want to live what? among a mall? I just told you I. Had sex in malls. If I lived above a mall, I could have sex okay, in a mall so if all the time. Above if a there was a, all day. I was going to say, if there was a mall store that you could live above, which one would it be? A mall store? Which yeah. store? Oh. Well, in LA, they have targets at malls, so I would probably live above the target. Now, well, give me, give target me a, is give me a, cla- yes. give me a classic mall store. We're yeah. talking Aeropostale. We're 
we're talking guess. for a post I don't even know what that story <laughs> is. Neither do neither do yeah. I. But we're Brandon, talking a wet I once, seal. I remember I was ten years old. Charlotte Roos. And I was in a B. Dalton bookstore. <laughs> I, I took I took a Playgirl magazine to the back of B. Dalton bookstore and I started looking at it in, sure. in the in the store. Mm. And um and so I'd probably live above a B. Dalton because I like to read. That's hel- that okay. is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I live above a B. Dalton. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I also think the thing that's bizarre about malls is that these stores feel like they could only exist in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are, it's just bizarre. I mean, yeah, I grew imagine up on Long- a B. Dalton like on its own. Exactly. It's bizarre. And I grew up on Long Island where people worship the malls in yeah. Roosevelt Field Mall. And right. Um, and it's and it's just I don't know it's just a very biz, it's a very biz, it's always been bizarre to me I don't really get it and I think like look even it, in L A you don't like walking around the mall or like around Christmas time it's so much fun no, around I, Christmas I, I mean I think I go like three times a week around yeah. Christmas oh time. I go three times a week like now <laughs> I think the yeah. outdoor because yeah, you need to jerk off like yeah. a weirdo I think the outdoor malls especially at the holidays are are really cool in L A yeah, those are great. but in New York I don't know in yeah. New York I'm like it's well just, you're a New Yorker you're right you guys don't have don't you have shit it. malls in New York. No, we don't. You do. Rose- Long Island? Yes, Roosevelt- you do. Have you been to Roosevelt Field? Yeah, I won't even masturbate there. That's how bad oh it is. Oh my god, Alan. Yeah. yeah. I did I did once uh I did once go to the Mall of America in Minneapolis. That's great. And didn't masturbate there. It- Bummed me Why? out Why? because There's it's rides. so big. <laughs> there are rides. You're correct, Alan. But it's so big that they there aren't enough stores to fill them all like that. So there were literally but two or three stores. Abercrombies. What? Like, we don't need two or three Abercrombies. Did you guys I mean, ever work at a mall? Yes, I did. No. What store? I worked at a movie Wetzel's, theater in a Wetzel's mall. Pretzels. I worked at Lint yeah. Chocolate. Um, you worked at Lint? I did the summer before college. Wow. Gained wow. more weight than I should have. Um, and I also worked at... Um, <laughs> Talbots, but that was not. You worked at Talbots. <laughs> I did work at Talbots. You worked at Talbots. Wait, my wow. mother loved. My mom loves Talbots. Talbots. I don't. I just never knew you worked at Talbots. Well, I worked in the stock room in the back, and then I. Oh. But the women loved me, and I managed to make my way onto the floor Ellen. as a sixteen-year-old man. Ellen, have you fucked in a Talbots? <laughs> no, but I would. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. okay. I guess we know where All we right. stand well, with malls. I guess malls. we know who's not going to be with us next week because <laughs> I will have him arrested. You guys want to hey, go to the mall? Scott. <laughs> What would your aunt say? And Brent, we'll start with your Aunt Ramona. What would Aunt Ramona... Aunt Ramona would say... Who the hell's Diane Reem? Is she on Fox News? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't talk to her right now, right? I don't talk to her right That's now. That's right. Political differences. Because I think she voted for Trump. Don't know that. Mm. But, but you, you can't know unless you ask. Which is enough. Uh, I don't need to ask. That's fine. <laughs> um, I know my Aunt Joanne would say... Um, Nell Carter was a Republican? (laughs) (laughs) Also, who's Nell Carter? (laughs) But my aunt listening to this episode would probably say that time we went to the mall for Christmas, I I was away for a good 20 minutes. I thought you just went to the Gap. Yeah, no, (laughs) nothing fit. Were you? That is nuts. Yeah. I still can't get over that. Fucking in malls. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with fucking in a mall? A lot. Was this There's during, a lot wrong with it. Was this the same time you were having, that you were masturbating in gas stations? Oh, that was during chemo. Right, so this was separate <laughs> Which, from that? I love that this is the segment that gets brought up in this podcast that I But I have to know. Yeah. You yeah. Were, this was separate from that. You oh, were yeah, just this fucking was, in I've malls. Been, I've been masturbating in malls for years. All right. Well, on that note. All right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening to your Making It Worse. Until next time, I'm Elliot. I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Masturbating Scott.
しょう。<笑>